Hey, it's Joseph here. Welcome to the Who Are You podcast, episode 17. Today I'm exploring happiness. If this is your first time listening, then thanks for tuning in. The Who Are You podcast is produced fortnightly for your learning and enjoyment. Show notes are found at ruvand.co.uk. That is R-U-U-V-A-N-D.co.uk. Do come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed or subscribe on iTunes. You can also follow me on Facebook. All links are in the show notes. Now, let's get into the show. Welcome once again. This time, let's talk about happiness. Pharrell Williams' song, Happy, captures a lot of them about happiness. So what does it mean to be happy? Growing up, I was happy lots of times. I was also sad, unhappy, angry, other things. And I took it for granted what those emotions are, what those things are. But as um, in recent years, I've wondered, what is it to be happy? What is happiness? And that intrigues me because I know lots of people who have a lot and are not happy. And I know people who have a lot and are happy, or people who have very little and are happy, as well as people who have very little and are unhappy. So what does it mean to be happy? When last did you feel happy? What does it feel like? In what circumstances are you often happy? Now that requires you to do some observation, but in what circumstances are you often happy? The answer to that question might give you a clue about what makes you happy. That assumes that something external can make you happy. Pope Francis says, It's not a sky without storms, or roads without accidents, or work without fatigue, or relationships without disappointments. It is a feeling in spite of these human conditions. Charles Spurgeon says, It's not how much we have, but how much we enjoy that makes us happy, that makes happiness. I remember clearly a couple of years ago going through quite a difficult patch and standing in the mirror to shave and asking myself, why are you smiling? What are you smiling at? Or was it, what are you smiling for? The thing is, I was looking in the mirror and seeing myself smiling and having a happy feeling inside, even though things were quite difficult and I didn't know I didn't know the way out. So the feeling did not depend on what was going on outside. It was coming from inside me, and I didn't quite understand it, or how it could be. Perhaps 
the clue is in the fact I, I, the words I used were difficult patch because a patch is not everything. A patch is a small part of the whole. So perhaps I could see beyond that patch to see the whole, to see what was coming on after and that I'd be okay. But I have no idea where that confidence came from. Not really. Does this then suggest that no one else or nothing else externally could make you happy? That happiness depends on you. Or to put it more clearly, your happiness depends on you. But hey, is this happiness business, is it even important to you? Who are you? What is really important to you? And is happiness part of it? Is it a nice to have for you or is it a must have? Must you have happiness in order to function? In order to be your best? If it is important, to you, then seek it. And in seeking it, choose to be happy. Believe it is possible and in your hands and choose to have it. It says, despite or in spite of any circumstances around, choose to be happy. It might be the first thing in the morning you wake up and you choose you are going to be happy today. Or you are going to be happy this year or this month or this week. In doing this, you are setting a path. And even if you are blown off course, you will come back to that path. You are choosing. How else can you improve your chances of happiness? Have you set prerequisites for your happiness? And how high is your bar for happiness? How high is your bar for these prerequisites? Is your happy bar low so that little things make you happy? Or is it very high so that it's more difficult? Having faith in something or someone can increase your chances of being happy. Because even though you don't know how, you don't understand the circumstances around you, you can still be thankful. Because you trust, you have faith. Humility can also help happiness. And for, for me, humility is about knowing how small you are in the whole scheme of things. And being okay with that. Knowing that you are still important, but not overall important. As someone says that, um, said to me that one of the things that helps you um, 
understand humility is when you go to the Grand Canyon in the U United States and you see how small you are in the midst of this massive natural formation, you realize that actually you are important, but not that important. Accept what you have. Accept it as a base. Embrace it as a base. And then seek more. Because when you've embraced it, if you then seek more and don't get it, you know what you already have. That can improve your chances of happiness. Forgive. Lay down the burden. Don't carry it around with you. Because when you don't, I'm not saying forget, when you don't lay down the burden, the person or the circumstance that got you there is hurting you even more because you're carrying a load. So lay down the burden. Forgive. Even if you don't forget. Forgive. And on the topic of giving, be kind. You are more likely to be happy if you are kind than if you are not. Not kind in expecting that people will give you back and that will make you happy. But just being kind for the sake of it. Because when you are kind, you are not holding on. You are freer. And that freedom is a gift you are giving to yourself, really. With that, you can have hope in positive outcomes. Even if you don't know what those outcomes will be, you can start something and hope that it will be okay and give it your best shot. You won't be so tied to a particular outcome and that can give you happiness. Many of these acts are linked to a pillar of, of um, security for you. A pillar of security that gives you firmness when you are afraid or feeling fear. Well, you might say, but I can be carefree and be happy. But at the root of being carefree must be a lack of worry. And so, so what is it that causes you not to worry when there's everything else around to, which is directing you towards worrying and holding on to things? If you are carefree, really carefree, there must be something that gives you security. It may not be real, but it still gives you something to hold on to. You may have come across a carefree person who, even in a disagreement, does acts of love. What's that about? That would certainly increase the, the, the chances of happiness, either from the person who receives the acts of love or just from the universe. Consciously treasure small things, like smiles, giving them, observing them, receiving them. 
those will increase your chances of happiness. Also reflect on sadness to learn lessons in failure, looking for the good in it. Look closely at and every misfortune to see the good in it. This from Pope Francis again. Another thing that increases the chances of happiness is to take actions proactively rather than reactively. If you see something happening, about to happen, you feel something needs to be done, doing it rather than waiting for someone else to start it. And then you respond or you react. Doing it, being proactive, increases your chances of happiness. If through your reflection on the, the circumstances where you often feel happy, if you have identified what makes you happy, Go towards them, go towards those things and repeat any actions that make you happy. You increase your chances of being happy by being proactive. I met a gentleman, Tom, I believe he was close to 90, and he said that when he goes into a supermarket to do his shopping, he whizzes into the supermarket on the back of his, standing on the, the, on the end of his trolley. And it makes people smile. But the way he told the story, I realized that actually he is being childlike. And if you are childlike often, you increase the chances of your happiness. And on the topic of um, childlike, being childlike, give help unreservedly, but also ask for help unashamedly. When you need help, ask for help. When someone else needs help, give them help. You increase your chances of happiness. Was that helpful? All of it? A few of them? It may not be read, uh, listening to them, but act on them and see how that it's, uh, is for you, how that sits with you. If it doesn't work, do something different. Let's move on a bit. Do you like to make people happy? Can you make someone else happy? Think about it. Do they respond to how you want them to, or do they respond how they will? How can you judge whether someone is happy from outside of them? How can anybody judge? whether you are happy from looking at you. After all, you have control of your intentions and your actions towards other people, but you have no control over their response or how they will feel about your actions. Perhaps happiness comes from you, not to you. So happiness comes from me, not to me. It is with me. William James said, The greatest discovery of my generation 
is that a human being can alter his life by altering his attitudes. In this case, a happy attitude. To end, what do you make of this? The quote and says, Stop looking for happiness in the same place that you lost it. It's anonymous. What does this mean? Does it mean you go look somewhere else? Or accept it is not there and be okay with it? Does it mean getting on with it, knowing you've got it when it's right and you get it when it's okay, when it's time? What does it mean for you? Thank you and wishing you all the happiness that you want.